Hello. Hello, Riley. I want to welcome you to Gigi in the 561 today. Thank you so much. To my listeners, let's welcome Riley again. This is Riley's return engagement to Gigi in the 561. So really appreciate you coming back to talk about something of great interest to me and to many others out there, Riley. Let's talk about vintage shopping. All right. So that sounds great. Um, thank you for having me back. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, I have I invited you to come back because I knew that you would be doing some vintage thrift store. I'm not sure exactly where all you ended up going, but let's talk about it. Uh, this was last weekend. Isn't that right? Yes. Well, tell us about it. Did you did it? Were you gone all day? Did you go to new places? Did you make return visits to favorite places? And most importantly, did you find good stuff? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, we were out for a decent portion of the day. I want to say um, three, maybe four hours. Um, oh. We first went to a favorite place of mine. Um, my friend, I was with a friend at the time, and she hadn't been there before, so I was very excited to show her around. It's um, yeah, it's it's a cute little place. Um, we, I, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a moment. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I do that quite <laughs> frequently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I don't know that there's much to say about that place. Um. There, there's not for me anyways. There isn't much to comment on it because I've been there several times. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, what you can expect from a vintage shop. Mostly older things. You'll get the stray newer item or two. Um, and it's, hmm, what are the words I'm looking for? It was. I would just say it was a it was a good experience. Um, I believe my friend she found some um, dishes. I I think they were from the seventies. I don't know. She she knew way more about that than I did. But she found. <laughs> See, I want to. I want very nice dishes. I, 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 oh, I need to interject here. No, no, no. I interrupted you. I apologize for that. I need to inter- interject that vintage is different for different people. So for my friend Riley, vintage would be what the seventies, eighties. I, I mean, or you know, sixties, seventies. That would be really vintage to you. To other yeah, people, I think, it's sorry, way way older than that. <laughs> yes, I I am a little bit younger. <laughs> yes, yes, you um, are. <laughs> I, I think I think it'd be a little bit unfair to call the eighties and the seventies vintage. To me, maybe sixties and older would be. I I um, agree with you. So yeah, for so the quote vintage shop was again you could find anything from the seventies to like items from the twenty tens. It was a it was a toss up. Okay. Um, okay. She found some, yeah, she found some nice dishes, and I I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. Um, it was odd. I, I noticed there was a lot of chicken-themed items in that shop. What? Um, like as yes. in cock-a-doodle-doo? <laughs> yes, there was, like, chicken and rooster statues, like ceramic ones. There was, um, I think, some, like, kitchenware that was chicken-themed. 
because they ended up coming home with I, I I could be wrong, but I believe that it is a butter dish, but it's shaped like a chicken, and it's I don't even need a butter dish, but it's just one of those things <laughs> that it was so intriguing that I mm-hmm. couldn't walk away from it. <laughs> So now I have well, a chicken butter dish to display. <laughs> oh, I love it. You have to send me a picture and we'll put it on the website with your with your podcast. I have oh, to absolutely. see the chicken butter dish. Oh, uh, absolutely. You, you know that's when you have to have something though. When it just even if it is a you don't know you don't need it, you don't know why, but it's so intriguing you can't take your eyes off of it, you know you cannot mm-hmm. leave the store without it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, So really, there wasn't much to say about that shop, but I definitely have an interesting story to tell you about the next shop that we went to. Can't wait. So um, the next shop that we went to is just a few minutes down the road from where we were. Uh, Neither of us had been there before. Um, my friend had express, expressed interest in checking it out, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm totally ready to do that. And it was one of those stores that was a house that had been turned into, like, a business, like an actual okay. shop. Mm-hmm. And just our first impressions from the outside of this very small home-turned shop, we were thinking, walking into this, this could either give us some very creepy vibes going in or it'll be totally fine. <laughs> um, so we, we agreed that if um, if we got some weird vibes from the place, we'd just leave. Um, right. When we walked in, it, it, it was perfectly normal. Um, any The same kind of stuff that you'd expect from any vintage shop, a lot of you know plates and glassware and other little collectible items like that and the um the shop owner she was very nice um so we were pretty comfortable with that this place we we're like all right yeah let's look around now um first thing there was no ac in there oh dear now yes now <laughs> that's not unusual for flea markets or mm-hmm. secondhand stores um mm-hmm. but they didn't even have fans running in there and um mm. It was a pretty hot Ooh. day. Um, yeah. Don't don't quote me on this, but I believe it was somewhere in the mid to high 80s that day. Um, so that's, it, it's a little that's hot. warm. Yeah, that's yeah. warm. And everything was and let me, smoothly when we first walked in, but the more that we walked around the shop, the more weird it got. It wasn't so much the stock or the employees. Mm-hmm. It was the actual layout of the house. Now, hmm. I may not be able to articulate it well because it was just so odd, but I'll sure do my best. Okay. It was like there were too many doorways. Like there was an unusual amount of like entries into different rooms of the house. So like all huh. the rooms were like more interconnected than you'd think just because there were so many different doorways leading here, there, and everywhere. Wow. Um, so it felt, even though it was a small house, it felt like a labyrinth because there were so many turns. <laughs> oh, how strange. Yeah. And then there was a little attic area where they had more um, items. And 
the staircase up there was so narrow and I'm at a loss for words. This is where it just gets weirder and weirder. We ended up going up there anyways, despite our concerns about how small this um, staircase was. Um, But we got up there fine. We just had to take it slow. And it was an inferno upstairs. I forgot that um, heat tends to rise. Yeah. So it was an inferno up there. It was like there was a lot of like dolls and stuffed animals up there. And then there was like the side room that looked like Christmas had thrown up in there. Just packed (laughs) full of Christmas. (laughs) And we were just standing there thinking like this is weird. Like there's no other word to describe it other than weird. And on the way back down, we saw another staircase upstairs we did have no idea where it led so we just went back down the staircase we'd come and at this point we're both extremely hot and just confused because there's so many twists and turns in this house so I don't think either of us paid much attention to what was actually in the shop because we were just so (laughs) baffled and confused about where to go next. So we just ended up leaving without buying anything because anything that did catch our eye was just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We just, it was one of those things where when we thought we were near the end of the shop, we weren't. And then we take one turn and suddenly we're back at the front. It just felt like we suddenly teleported to the front. That is like, strange. Okay. Like, okay, yeah, let's leave. <laughs> So going back out to the car, we weren't even, we were hardly even like a minute out from leaving that shop. And my friend goes, that felt like a fever dream. And I was like, you're right. Like that place doesn't feel real. And we didn't talk about it for a few minutes when we were in the car. And then finally we just like couldn't stop talking about it. Like we just started talking about it and couldn't stop. We both of us, even like wow. 10, 15 minutes out from that place, we were already feeling like our memories of the place were like fuzzy. It was just, it didn't that feel is real. So strange. Wow. Yeah, our, our memory of that place, it felt surreal. And I was like, to my friend, oh my gosh, I just realized that I took a video of the room that looked like Christmas is thrown up in there because it's so weird. So I was like, hey, I've got evidence that it was real, but I don't know if I want that on my camera roll. <laughs> oh, that, that you know what? That really is creepy. I mean, um, I, I do want to interject here and say mm-hmm. uh, that Riley does not live in South Florida, so you don't have to worry if you live in South Florida, <laughs> where I am, where the podcast originates. You don't have to worry. It's not in. It's not in South Florida. It's not in Florida at all. So, but I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm going to protect Riley's privacy here so, and not say. But uh, if if you feel like you want to go to a creepy place like Riley did, um, <laughs> do uh, contact me and I will put you in touch with Riley in case she wants to share the location. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Riley. Yeah. Um. I think my friend put it best 
when she said, you know how some people who claim to have been abducted by aliens <laughs> say that there is just this, like, period of hours where they have no idea what they did or what happened? Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. that's what it feels like. And I could not have put it that any better myself. Um, well, you know what? I'm, I'm a little bit speechless because... Um, I mean, I, I kind of want to say about about that because that kind of is what when you read about people's stories uh, about having a weird experience, it is like that. I mean, it it really is. And then you go, oh, you know, how can that possibly be? But what you just described is very similar. That's exact. She was. She's right about that. Yeah, I personally, I believe it was just the sheer amount of stuff in the place coupled with all the weird twists and turns. It just made it hard on the brain to fully comprehend the surroundings. You know, you wonder, uh, what? how old do you think this house was? Like, what what time period would you say, if you had to guess? The Ooh. age of this house um, is it really old, or you know, um, mid-century, or what would you what would you guess? It's hard to say. Um, now that I'm thinking about the little details of the um, the uh, the cabinets and appliances that were in the in this house. Um, it's I have really a reason for say. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, w- I was just going to say I have a reason for asking that because whereas now houses have, uh, depending again on the age, they have hallways that separate bedrooms. They have distinct areas of a home where you 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 don't like spill in from room to room to room. But back in the day, depending on the age of the house people didn't really have that kind of separation. They really did have. Now, maybe this house added doorways in order for customers to flow freely from room to room, and they felt like they needed to insert extra door passageways into the rooms. But back in the back in the day, you had a, a very simple floor plan, and I'm talking – you know, really kind of old from the, let's say, the 30s, um, where you had almost like a square and you had the, you you came into the living room and then the living room led directly into the kitchen on one side of the house. But then on the, also leading from the, from these rooms, you had other doors, you had more than one door leading in to other bedrooms, so forth. And it was really pretty common to have more than one door uh, in a room. But that's those are from very, very old houses before they began to build in hallways and say, hey, you know, we need to separate the kitchen from the bedrooms and stuff. So that's why I was wondering. That might be an explanation for them having so many doors I don't, I don't know that's my guess yeah yeah that's really fascinating um if i my my best guess would be sometime 
in the very, very early 1950s or sometime before that. Um, that's really the best guess I can give. Because, okay. um, again, know. there was a lot of stuff in that place and a lot <laughs> to take in. <laughs> <laughs> well, vintage shopping, it, it again, it depends on what time period you're looking for and what mm-hmm. items you're looking for. I tend to look for vintage clothing like if you can go way back to certain designers that were you know back in the heyday and where we live it's it's a it's almost kind of easy to do that as far as clothing because you have a lot of people that have lived in palm beach forever i mean forever mm-hmm. and they tend their families when they when they pass on their families tend to donate uh, their stuff to the different charities, which in turn have thrift stores and so forth. As a matter of fact, Gary and I are, are big fans of a place here called Peggy Adams. It's a, a, a they do a lot of animal welfare work. I mean, it's it's a big it's a big nonprofit for animal welfare and so forth. And so they had they don't anymore, sadly, but they had a a thrift store. And I really loved going in there because they always had, they would do, they would bring in a cat. It was usually a cat uh, and have it there available for adoption. And, uh, but they, it was pretty small, but they had really great stuff donated. And there was a famous hotel uh, in Palm Beach called The Breakers. It's, it's, uh, it's famous. Well, I saw these two. I really went there mainly to buy stuff. <laughs> Sometimes I just turned around and, and donated it back, but to to give money to the to the place. But on this day, I found these. I saw these end tables, and they were for like in a bedroom, and they were really different. They had this really cool design and. They had two of them, and and I said, well, they, actually, they had a whole bunch of them. Uh, and I only needed two, and I bought two. But she said, these are from the Breakers. And the, the hotel had done, a, on some of the rooms, they had uh, redone them, renovated them, and they got rid of this furniture. And it was, she said, it was from, uh, like, the uh, 40s. And so I, I grabbed two of them. I don't have them now. I have since donated them myself. But uh, so here you can find stuff like that because of people living in Palm Beach forever, passing away, and then their families don't want the stuff. And so they just get rid of it. And so that's why there are quite a few pretty nice thrift stores and resale shops in the Palm Beaches. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really it, neat. It is. It, it's really fun, and especially if you're not looking for something in particular. If you just say, mm-hmm. like, kind of like you guys did, you didn't know what, mm-hmm. you didn't have anything in mind. You just, And that is always when I find the most stuff. It's like when I'm really looking for something in particular, can never find it. But when I just go, I, oh, I'm just killing time. I don't have anything to do this afternoon. That's when I find everything. It's crazy. Oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, well, listen, what else is going on in your world that you want to share with the listeners today? Anything? Um, 
How's the kitty? I don't know. <laughs> How's your kitty? How's your kitty doing? Oh, she's doing well. She's doing well. Good. Very good. Uh, well, um, I guess that we'll wrap it up. And I really do thank you. And I want you to come back again and oh, do course. another podcast. I, I okay. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, uh, definitely going to hold you to that, Riley, because I just I love <laughs> it when you come on the podcast. Because oh, thank I wanna, you. Uh, no, you're welcome. I want to jump in and tell my listeners that Riley is a an absolutely incredible artist and writer. So you're going to hear more about Riley in the years to come. I promise you that. So thanks, Riley, again for being here, and thank you to all my listeners for being here. These podcasts are always available on our website, North Palm Beach Life. Dot com. You know, you can always find us there as well as things that Gary posts. He makes it super easy. We have a search box, lots of photos. Don't forget to go to our YouTube page for videos that he posts there. We know you do. We see the numbers. We appreciate that. We see all the dots out there on the map. So we thank you very much. These podcasts also are available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and way too many platforms to mention here. I don't want to bore you to death with that, but I do want you to scoot on over to Amazon and buy my books, Pamela Barker, if you have trouble finding them. They're just fun reads. I'm not trying to cure the ills of the world. They're just fun reads with fun people. So get over there and buy them, and then if you want to come on and talk about them, we can do that too. Thanks again to you, Riley. Thank you, and thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Everyone, you know what to do. Thanks for being here with me, Pam Barker, at my podcast, Gigi in the 561. Stay with me.